You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Hi everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. I am so excited because it is officially 17 album release week, so I have so much in store because, duh, I'm so excited. Let's really piece by piece break down all of the teaser content we've gotten so far. The photos, the videos, and then the corresponding Instagram story mini excerpts. Bear in mind that those were auto-translated to English through Instagram, so don't take the wording too seriously, but the gist of the messages is pretty clear. Really got my theory brain, red string, bulletin board personality going. So let's dive into all things Face the Sun era so far. The first thing I want to do is remind you that the five key words associated with this comeback on the teaser poster are control, Shadow, Ray, Path, and Pioneer. With each individual member's teaser video, there was a constellation picture, and they added a line to the constellation with their story until you got a whole big picture. And several times in the past, they have, you could reasonably assume, been alluding to constellations. Like, and if I, talking about a relationship, quote, reduces to a single dot, in Ah Love, they say, quote, following the starlight of the black sky, our love line. In My Mai, they talk about rowing beyond the parallel lines. The ways they refer to lines, to me, could be burning up constellations. Especially there's the other recurring themes referencing stars, outer space, etc. So this is not an out-of-the-blue theme. If you really want to get conspiratorial, you could think about how the members' comeback videos are in the official YouTube playlist in reverse order from when they came out, or that could be just because that de facto is what happens. The first thing you add to a list goes to the bottom. But maybe it's part of the story too. You never know, there could be some time warping here. Trailer 1 Escus. There are some close-up images we see of sand and ocean waves, clouds, then Esku pulls back the curtains, looks out at deserted streets, and later is standing in the middle of those deserted streets as a loud clock is ticking. Second, Joshua's teaser video, where he picks up the phone in a subway station. There's a phone booth. The second he picks it up, the screen goes dark, and the next thing you know, the photo booth transported him to a forest. Which, I don't know if it was kind of just a, a weird look of the trees, but to me, it felt like those look like flecks of paint on the trees, which will be notable later, if true. So now the phone booth is covered with greenery, but then it flashes him back to the subway station. Third video is the eights, where he is in the city, lying down in the middle of the road, with the primary source of light being just a flashlight. He picks up the flashlight and just kind of shines it around, roams a little bit, like trying to see what the disturbance was. For a split second, his flashlight shines on what looks like a tiny living room setup. Armchair, small TV set, a table with teacups on it, and then it's gone. Fourth was Woozies, 
where there's a split second where he envisions this packed concert memory. But that's replaced by reality, him standing on stage in an empty venue. And a soul spotlight stays on him as he hangs his head. He is later seen asleep in kind of a makeshift room. His version of a makeshift room is on this small square platform, this raised wooden platform that he tries to, at a diagonal, cram the contents of a full bedroom into. It seems very worth noting that he wears jeans, a casual look, on stage, but he's dressed up fancy when he's asleep. So you'd think it'd be the reverse, so there could be some meaning there about feeling out of place no matter where you are. Speaking of looks, Hoshi rocks really cute shoes, if I may say, in his video, which is next. He has quite a preppy dressed up outfit, and he puts a letter in the mailbox, then puts a second one. The third time he opens the mailbox, a stack is there for him, a stack of letters. So here's my theory, especially because when the camera zooms out, it looks like he's standing on a giant infinity loop with the mailbox at one end and his letter writing station at the other. I think this is meant to be a reference to The Lake House, more specifically probably the South Korean version of the movie. I believe it's pronounced two mare, Roman numeral for two, M-A-R-E. It means the sea in Italian. The title's kind of like Time Transcending Love, rough translation in South Korean. Anyway, it was also remade as an English language movie, The Lake House, with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves back in 2006. And so whatever version we're talking about, the story centers around two people who have a relationship separated by time zones. And not time zones like Pacific Standard Time. Time zones like two years apart. So their relationship is solely through letters. That's how they communicate. That's how they stay in touch. They can't actually see each other. So it's a time travel love story, basically. And they even try to go on dates together by basically writing each other detailed instructions. Like, go to this attraction at the amusement park. Order that at the restaurant. Tell me what you think of it. React this way to that. So they kind of go on dates with each other, but alone. I really think this is what inspired Hoshi's part of the story for several reasons. One is the letter writing. Two is the infinity loop and previous nods we're going to talk about later to the passage of time, trying to meet each other again in another life kind of a thing. The Sun's Second Life, in particular, is worth revisiting. In third, the focus on the ocean, because it takes place at a lake house, right by the sea. And as we've talked about on past episodes of Seventeen Talk, the ocean waves have been referenced tons over time in Seventeen content, both metaphorically and literally in their videos, especially like videos like Home, which seems extra relevant here because that video also features kind of mini makeshift bedrooms, living rooms, etc. Beds randomly or armchairs, table lamps randomly placed on the beach and stuff. Sixth video, Jun Hans. He walks around amid these bird cages that are all empty, and he holds a stack of keys, a giant key ring with tons of keys. But he just slowly walks toward these cages and spins them gently with his hand and walks on to the next one. He has the tool he needs for birds to be there, but they aren't. But later, the birds do show up after he is put in a human-sized cage. What really got my theory brain going about this is the fact that a white dove was present in the highlight music video, that big dramatic video, 
also had white birds, like we have now. Seventh video, Soongwans, reminds me of the video for Home. The moment when the walls move in a way that isolates them, so that the big rooms that are connected, you see them as fully divided by the walls that just surged forward, leaving room for only one or two people in this narrow hall. That's what I thought of when watching this and seeing Soongwan. Between these walls that for a split second look like they'd turn into flimsy sheets or something instead of concrete. Like he is a way to realize there are people right there in the room with you. You're not alone here, but he doesn't in time. And it goes back to solid wall. At that moment, there also looked like there were multiple Soongwans. So maybe it was a mirror effect, maybe a nod to a, a different timeline, but notable no matter what. He goes to the end of the hall, does what you probably shouldn't do, and push the emergency button, and this very cinematic camera move happens where the zooming out is really fast-paced and suddenly makes the viewer feel like you were shoved backwards so that now there are miles and miles and miles between you and Soongwon. It's like the reverse of viewers getting the experience of feeling sucked into the black hole or something. In DK's video, he is surrounded by people in identical trench coats and then identical paper bags with faces on them. Notably, those faces just have a flat line rather than the expected curved mouth for a smile. He eventually does join them, putting one on his head so he looks just like everybody else. Ninth, Dino's video. He's in a room full of fuzzy, static TVs and cables hanging down from the ceiling. It's dark in there, everything seems black and gray, but there are sources of color coming from the vibrantly colored blue, yellow, and green surge protectors, the units where all the different electrical devices are plugged in, and one by one, Dino unplugs devices in the room. The TVs go dark, the lights go out, the fans slow to a halt, and notably, the last plug he undoes is the one right over his head, for the light over his head. Tenth, Mingyu, who is in a video with some interesting close-up details that are focused on, in hindsight because of previous 17 videos. Sheet music, a metronome, a piano, a book, a dripping faucet, which made me think of the song from one of their earlier works, Space, where they sing about going over to the faucet and just trying to look yourself in the mirror, rinse your face, just really try to get in the game, and just really being stuck there reflecting on where your life is going. The faucet is kind of representative of that moment people do that, staring in the bathroom mirror, thinking about life. Last notable thing about his video, he pulls back these curtains and reveals this whole covered wall, a wall lined with holes, with streams of light pouring in thanks to those holes. This made me think of, just in general, how Seventeen used settings to tell the story. The actual set construction really does play a role, as does furniture, props, etc. wrote about this on my Substack a while back. You can go to the Seventeen Talk page on my site for links. And this is another example. Bringing to mind when Joshua was in that room in a previous video, I believe Fallen Flower, the wall was busted, like someone had punched it or something. And the parts that were keeping the parts of the wall together were just white threads. So again, a wall is broken, but a new use comes into play. Now, a similar broken down wall situation can represent something literally brighter. Number 11, Vernon. There's a fish in a fishbowl and a blinking red light that looks like it's kind of coming from within it. 
And the scenes that keep playing back and forth are Vernon sitting in the tub, at one point just picking up this fish, and it kind of like turns into a toy it looks like, or maybe it always was a toy, and scenes where he is swimming. He goes from sinking at the beginning to swimming underwater. 12. June's video, where he is dancing. He's outdoors, beautiful starry sky above him. Symbolic candelabras are lit up around him too. Ian flowers line the ground. It's a really pretty video. There's also a notable moment when he waves his arms, and that wave of his arms almost triggers the following action, it seems. Makes it look like it caused the sun to appear and the camera pan to the other scene where he is seen trying to tear his way through a plastic barrier of sorts. 13. Wan Woos. He's driving down an empty road. There's a close-up image of him wearing a silver ring, which is notable from previous videos, members wearing that ring. He stops and gets out of the car, and reminiscent of the left and right era, approaches signs that say things like road closed, which are placed in front of a bunch of sand, a bunch of sand dunes. And of course, the sun is shining behind him at the very end. The names of each teaser video were White Night, Mist Call, Shadow of the Sun, Lost Spotlight, The Savior, Unlock, Close, Concrete Maze, Smile Emoji, The Wire Jail, Harmony, Discord, Fishbowl and Sea, Metamorphosis, and the last one notably is World's End and. They end with World's End, but they add the word and. Like, there really is much more to say here, much more other story left, even when it doesn't feel like it. Before I read all of the Instagram story poetry of sorts that ties this all together really nicely, I do want to go back to some of their newly relevant things about previous releases. One symbol that has shown up again and again and again, fire and flames. Naturally, still relevant in the Face the Sun era. There are flames referenced in Change Up, Bring It, the song Light of Flame, of course. Hey Buddy talks about an eternal flame. Then there are flames in videos for Rock With You, Change Up. There are also tons of references to waves and metaphors related to them. Chuck is when they sing Reel in the Big Fish. Then there's Drifting, where they talk about your memories drifting into this ocean of your past. They talk about diving into the healing process on healing and even call it an ocean of rest. In Still Lonely, they compare their popularity with the movement of ocean waves and messages soaking you in popularity because the amount you're getting are just overflowing. There's the ship in a bottle, literally in Boom Boom. In If I, they talk about drowning in regret. Obviously, the song Swimming Fool, the beach scenes in Home, the pool in Hit. They're steering a boat in the sky, but still, in my my, they reference a lake and then a swamp in the light of flame. You get the picture. Notably now, this album's pre-release song, Darling, has a lyric about Into Your Heat Again, I'm Diving. And in the new teaser video that Joshua narrates, there is an animated image of a boat trying to steer through stormy, choppy water conditions. There have been lots of references in the past to being up in the sky, Jumping up there, the clouds in general, obviously part of the Adore You and Oh My videos. Then there's the song Moonwalker is all about that. In Hit, they talk about walk up to the sky. They say again, toward the sky, in both left and right, and home run. In 24 Hours, they talk about going above the clouds, the song Heaven's Cloud, etc. 
which corresponds to the new Joshua narration video where he says, quote, We let our limitless potential take flight. Lots of past references to hands in hand holding, not just seeing the rings on their fingers, which are brought up again in that Joshua narrated video, but also in a love letter, give me your hand. Fast pace, we're holding hands, change up, hold my hand, and let's go to another world. Then Jun Han holds that ring in Pinwheel. There's a close-up of a ring in Home Run as well. In Not Alone, Soongwon wears it. Lots of past references to literal and metaphorical travel. Intersections, empty streets, cars, buses, the subway, etc. Traffic lights, street signs. And lots of quotes about losing your way and really feeling very lost. In the song 20, they sing, The distance between me and you has no progress so far away. In fronting, let's walk in the same direction. In space, can't see the end. I ran all the way from the start without rest, but why? What am I chasing after? I don't know where to go. In simple, in this exitless, maze-like world. The song Fast Pace is all about that, that movement, metaphorically and literally. And I don't know, we're wandering in the same place again. Everything feels so unfamiliar. Can't we go back? I don't know, we're on different streets. In Rocket, I can't see the end of the universe. We don't know where we're going. In Pinwheel, even if you get lost and it takes you a while, come around and find me. You get the drift. Really notable past lyrics about the passage of time as well, especially given the lake house connection I see. There's a description indirectly of an infinity loop in Very Nice. Quote, then if I can make the starting point the ending too, so I can start with you and finish with me, like when we hold our hands together like a circle, we are endless. In Say Yes, I'm trying to turn back time, but I can only hear your forgotten voice. In Highlight, notably the release that also had the dove symbolism, nods to more new symbols from the new era with the infinity loop, because in Highlight they sing, quote, Like the sky and the sun at dawn, we're becoming similar along with time. Look at us that will become one in the end. So, so many more references to space and time, but let's move on. There have been some past interesting references to paint and colors. Like I said, it seems like flecks of paint on the trees Joshua's phone booth transports into the forest with. Also, in the new Face the Sun teaser, one line is about the colorless existence they want to escape, and then seeing a mirage of sorts with a rainbow. They're goofing off with paint in Adore You, Pretty You, Clap, Not Alone, in an Attica concept teaser, again and again. It's also referenced in B-sides, like in Kidult, talking about wanting to paint the relationship a certain way. Then there are lyrics like, everything turns gray, in fear. So many references over time to deserts and sand. Actually, the desert was one of their first music video locations ever. It was part of the green screen montage of sorts in Adore You. Plus, sand covered the floor in Trauma, the video. There's also a desert in Don't Want to Cry, a sand-covered ground in Falling Flower, Sand in My My. It's also come up in lyrics an interesting, unusual amount. Like in Anyone, they say in the middle of the desert, your gift for me. In My My, they say even if it's a dry desert, it's okay. In Our Dawn is Hotter Than Day, they say our night is countless between the stars and the sand. There's the tiny room setup that was in home 
as well as the eights and Woozy's new teasers in a way. And a little office studio of sorts is in Clap, in Happy Ending, Fallen Flower. There have been lots of past references to smiling that seem notable in hindsight, given DK's whole story premise regarding smile emojis, the smile bag on his face. In Highlight makes me want to smile. Obviously, the whole page of lyrics to Smile Flower brings this to mind. In If I, they say, will you smile again for me? In Fallen For You, they say it's making me smile. Our dawn is harder than day. Our laughing smile. Even when it's not genuine. Like in the case of DK's new teaser video, they say there's a cold smile. Notably, the Fallen Flower video also has a ton of this symbolism. Sandy floors and stuff. A doorway and doors in general have been significant in the past. For home especially. But also there was kind of a door frame that June was flipping around when he encountered the dove in Highlight. There are also lyrics about opening the door. In I Don't Know, they also talk about it in To You, and in Thinking About You, quote, even though I'm locked up like this, brought to mind the birdcage scene. Obviously, diamonds are a recurring symbol for them. That's part of, like, their official logo and everything. But it's interesting, it's also been part of their narrative, the heist mission in Home Run, but also some of their past performances have formed a diamond formation. And in the new teaser content, they say, quote, The strong and brilliant beings will always be with me, like a diamond that can't be scratched. A forest has shown up before, or at least a very greenery-filled area. Oh my, adore you, ready to love. They reference a forest in Heaven's Cloud. In I Love, actually, they say, quote, After passing through the green forest, I finally found Oasis. Other notable callbacks I noticed. A piano, often symbolic, in their past work and the new Woozy and Mingyu teasers. The concert footage, it was shown as part of Woozy's new teaser and was part of the video for Healing, which is again about diving into the ocean of your emotions or whatever. Plastic coverings seem to continue to be a thing. Now June is trying to tear through a plastic barrier. And plastic covered everything in fear and in home. The fact that there look like multiples of Sungguan, like clones of him, in his new video brought to mind the multiple Vernons that were in the clap video. And it all ties together with the new teaser content that talks about imitating your own behavior. A colorless existence is trying to be a copy of you. There have been constant references to dreams, literal and metaphorical, spotlights, streetlights, flashing lights, their overall recurring message from the get-go has been a message about messages. It's been about letters, communication, trying to find a way to reach people, get in touch with them, and then get to know them. From the tongue-tied state they sang about in their debut song Adore You to talking about wrapping up all their feelings and sending it to you in love letter to the phone booth in Ready to Love in this new content in Call Call Call, of course. And as I've written about, shameless plug, on my Substack and linked to through the 17 Talk page on my site, many times before I've talked about how they really get at the interesting irony of language to be so powerful and important and yet so unsatisfying and not encapsulating truly the depth and complexity of human emotions. They say on Drift Away, quote, Out of the many words, the words I miss you make the memories so much clearer, but it drifts away again. 
They also sing about struggling to find the perfect words to describe you on Pretty You. They talk about the power of words in healing. Quote, at the end of a tiring day, the small words will make you remember the picturesque day in the future. It'll become a memory. In Highlight, very notable song here, they say, quote, emptiness is filled by each other's expressions, making it meaningful, a void that only we know. The song Thanks is all about struggling to find a better word, more powerful than thanks, because that won't suffice. They also show regret in that song. Quote, I didn't have the courage to say love aloud, if only I'd known earlier. In Oh My, they express frustration with words and finding the perfect ones. In Lie Again, words like I love you lack love, and that's why I let you go. In Let Me Hear You Say, even without you saying anything, I can read everything from your eyes. In Second Life, no words are necessary. Remember, letters were also a key part of the Ode to You live tour video, the VCR. It was a movie plot with passing around an envelope, newly relevant. In Ready to Love, they're saying, everything's clear, no need to say a word. In Rock with You, let me read and write my emotions through you. They've even talked about this in solo projects. In the eight songs side by side, quote, I'm lost for words when I'm before you. And in Silent Boarding Gate from June, quote, the love I never verbalized at the time. The point is this isn't getting any easier, finding the right words. They're still struggling with that. But they're experimenting with forms and types of language that they think could encapsulate their very intense emotions. With all of this past context and recurring themes in mind, now let me read to you the Instagram story, poems of sorts, the teaser images. Here are the translations. I'm just reading them all together like one long poem. It's very poetic and it summarizes so much of all of their themes. It's like their whole discography was given to a bot and the bot came out with poetry that combined everything. Here we go. I'd rather run away than say I'm fine, but being left alone makes me miss asking if I'm okay. I knew one day my voice would be heard, but they all passed me by. But then you came along. I wonder if all my time was spent to meet you. After wandering without a destination, I eventually came to a different path. Where do I go from here, surrounded by colorless people? Those moments when I wish someone would look at me, and I'd come to me too. Write a letter every day to my savior. Let today be better than yesterday, and tomorrow be different than today. When will this desperate letter reach you? I know I can leave the door open and head out at any time, but I'm scared. Is it happiness to open the door? Can't we just stay in it? It seems like it's been a while, but the distance to the exit is still the same. Should get back up and running, though, even when you know there's no way out. What is inside the person who is smiling? Is that look even real? I think everything will be fine if I smile like I don't know. Thought even rumors generated by doubt was considered interest. After all, even my existence ends up as a rumor? Just one day, I want to be somewhere where no one knows me. The sounds we made together were always nice to hear. Adorable and pretty. At the last moment, is our sound harmony or noise? Can a fish swim if it knows it's in a fish tank? Is this a fish pond or an ocean that I'm swimming in with that light? 
I hope this movement sets me free from the things that have been holding me down. Please take me to where there is light. There are no coincidences. When we found another light, like destiny, in a place we thought was the end, we'll also eventually be part of the inevitable. I walk with nothing, but look forward. I wanted to ignore the colorless existence that imitates my behavior with a red pen. How is this strange and scary black shadow made? Did the sun that was rising to be loved make me like this? It was the first moment when I was suspicious of the blinding sun. If this is the sun, the sun must have come to burn me. When I looked closely, there was no one around. When I woke up, a dark saw. The door was locked in the courtyard, and the sound of breaking the door was heard over the wall. It's obvious that the shadows arise. I followed your voice and held your hand. You held my hand. We came to the outside world. After running for a while, the sun was already rising. Thought I'd try to keep a fire bigger than the rising sun. When the fire is lit, the shadow is burned. Black ash danced and smoke emanated. It was the mark of my fierce self. I always wanted the sun to shine on us, but I was suffocated in the middle of nowhere, burned, and terrified of my shadows. Why did you just try to follow the sun? We decided to get closer to the sun. No more stale fear. No one ever said how to go when there was no road. When did you walk? Because there is a way. The first time I looked back, I thought it was a desert rainbow, but where we passed was a road, and on the way back, there was a forest. I want to surprise everyone. I want to show what I can become. Happiness is a journey, not a destination. Vivid and agile, luminous and rough, high and wide, dark and dazzling. There we go. Even if my two eyes are blind, I will face the sun. I'm not afraid of the unknown world, because the strong and brilliant beings will always be with me, like a diamond that can't be scratched. I'll leave you with that for today, because what this all means, what the new album adds to this story, will be the focus of more Seventeen Talk after the album drops. This is just your preparation guide, so I will leave you in a lot of thought, tie everything together in a later episode, as well as throughout the week. Keep an eye on howtostandatsubstack.com for more of my Seventeen writing. This is just part one of our conversation. Really interesting new related chapter to their story they are working on. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all again soon. Bye, everybody.